Sometimes you go out and you find a loyal third segment listener and you just bring them right on the podcast. Ben Dukes joining the show today. Uh, former UGA football legend. I'm going to call him legend, <laughs> a legendary Georgia former player. Um, <clears throat> people frantically Googling your name right now, Ben. Uh, he's going to talk about this year's Georgia team, what he likes, what he doesn't like, um, and how they compare to other Georgia teams of the past. we got a lot to talk about today on the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, we back. Oh, we'll just end that. No, let's cut it off. How about we just say we're done (laughs) there? Look, if you guys don't understand this by now, if you thought we were going to have three videos on this thing and not have something go wrong, that's on you. Fool me once. Don't, Don't worry about that. that. Uh, welcome to Locked On Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. He is Daniel. I am playing. This is Dukes. Uh, we are we are trademarking that for him. Uh, he Ooh. played football at UGA. Uh, he's a fantastic follow over on Twitter. We're going to know more about him. Uh, but today's episode is just that. Uh, we're, we're talking to uh, a dude that loves college football, loves the dogs, about this year's team in comparison to other teams. Uh, if you have not done so already, please subscribe to the audio side of the podcast. Helps your boys out. Helps you out. Just download. Don't even listen. Come to the YouTube or, side. Watch our ugly mugs. Or do listen. Long. I mean, well, they're going to listen to the listen. YouTube side you as well. They can download, Daniel. Okay. And they could well, watch you just over made it act like You made it seem Simpsons. like we just... We're d- but we're please don't different. listen. No, no, no. Listen here. Okay. Download right. the audio. Get over there. Five-star rating review over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, so without further ado, let's officially uh, let you speak. Uh, this is Ben Dukes. Ben, introduce yourself to the kind people of Locked On Bulldogs. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm Dukes. I uh, was a Georgia football player back in 99 and 2000, I guess, uh, Letterman. Uh, hey, I'm one of those weird guys that got the uh, defensive scout of the year and the special team scout of the year Look at uh, the in man back-to-back seasons. So, flex on here you know. real quick. Just well, so honestly, <laughs> because people are going to be Googling and they're going to be like, I see nothing. I don't I can, see yeah. a single thing you other need- than this idiot on TV or whatever. But yeah, like that's... Um, don't worry, yeah, Ben. You so, are in good company of idiots with video cameras and phones. Right yeah, that's exactly. you're in great three company. for three, three for three on that's this. My pod. entire so life. <laughs> um, ben but yeah, that was play. me. Yep. Yeah, I, play, I played back then. I got a, I got in a couple games. Uh, played the better part of the fourth quarter uh, in our bowl game my senior year because the guys that played were really good at beating the other team, and I was really appreciative of that. You like that? Um, yeah, man. That's well, here's good. here's something. I'll ask the question on this podcast, and then I'll ask our our people on YouTube to comment. Daniel, you ever play in the fourth quarter of a UGA game? No, no, no I never got in in the fourth okay. quarter. I was so, in the, I mean, I was in section 112, which they could have called me at any point in that fourth quarter, but they never did. <laughs> they never reached out. And so um, um, speaking of people who were really good at beating mm. their opponents, mm. um, let's transition to this year's Georgia. Yeah, you see how buddy. I did that? That's professional. Uh, let's transition to this year's Georgia team. Ben, we've been on here talking about them all year, but there's so much to like about this Georgia team. But what is it to you that makes this team special? When you've watched these 13 games so far this year and still two to come, what is it that you love the most about this Georgia team? Whew, what do I love the most? Um, well, 
You know, it's tough because the, the question would be, you know, what, what do I love this about this year's team that maybe was is different from last year's team? Mm-hmm. And I immediately jumped to like the buy-in, right? We've all heard that all season long. These guys are really bought in. Um, but what does that really mean? And you look at nobody from the transfer, transfer portal. So this is a homegrown team. These are guys that work together and, uh, and, and really care for one another. And you see that on the field, you know, you see um, a very healthy team attitude. You see guys rallying around Stetson like when he went to the, to go for the Heisman and every single one of them, when they got that question, like, do you think he deserves it? So what are you talking about? Do you think he deserves it? There's not a quarterback I'd rather play with than Stetson Bennett. Um, you look at the way they rallied around. Ben, I think we lost your mic. Uh-oh. Yep. Can't hear you at all. So that's just nope. <laughs> nope. We got nothing. <laughs> it's it's okay. I I think you're right. This this team is not uh anywhere near uh other teams. Maybe Alabama fan can chime in really quick and let us know about the transfer portal. And there what you happens. You're, you're back. back. You're back. Yeah, nope, guys. You're not back. Yes, you are back. You are there back. it is. Yep. There it is. We fixed all right, it. I don't know what that. I don't know what that was all about. Good <laughs> no, job. Exa- I think Clint fixed it for me. So thank executive you, producer intern Michael was working on the back end. He got <laughs> in. Oh, there. he worked. He came in. He uh, you were talking about Stetson Bennett and this team. The buy-in as well. This is our quarterback. That's what yeah, distinguishes they, this team. Well, well, it's it's not just that though, right? It, it was that. It was when um, Ari Gilbert got in and scored. You know, his first touchdown when he got into the game, and everybody you saw just the elation on the faces of his teammates, the fact that he, he went through what he's gone through and he's still going through, but mm. they all have his back. It's unselfishness everywhere. It's, it's people crying on Twitter that Darnell Washington doesn't get enough touches. There it is. And Darnell's saying, I'm cool with that, man. Mm. Let me just go run that dude over and let Brock score a touchdown. Let me go stand over this man that I just made look like an infant mm. as Kenny Mack runs in the mm. end zone right behind me. Mm. You know, like – it's that sort of thing. Everybody having each other's back. I'm getting that makes them I'm getting so some hot flashes over here. You <laughs> <laughs> still how to speak not, the, the language. <laughs> We're going to continue with the podcast, Clint. You do what you need to do. <laughs> um, uh, it's that you know Kirby. The word Kirby uses is connection, and there's so much cur- yeah. coach speak, and there's so much Kirbyese that gets thrown out. Um, but there really is something to it. You have to have talented players. You have to have elite talent on your team. You have to have good coaches, which Georgia does. But there's a lot of programs in the country that are very talented. There's a lot of programs in the country that have great coaches. Todd Munkin's not the only offensive coordinator in college football. Kirby's not the only guy that knows how to coach a defense. But but there's something special about a really talented team that's also a really well-connected team. Because normally those two things, you know, don't – you don't always see those go together. Sometimes the more talented a team is, the more me first, look at me, I need to get my touches, I need to get my... And it could have been easy for this Georgia team to go in that direction. could have been easy for last year's Georgia team to go in that direction. But um, it's. I think it's been a, a point of emphasis for Kirby, and it shows, like you said, uh, Dukes, on the way this, this Georgia team plays on the field. Well, and I agree with you. I think that when you look at... It's funny because we keep making so much about the portal thing, right? And we had some guys go, right? What was it, 13 guys left? And some of them to get better opportunities for themselves. 
and some who thought they might get better opportunities for themselves and maybe it didn't work out exactly the way they thought. No need um, to mention but, any specific names. We all know who you're talking about, so it's fine. You don't have to. No, don't I don't have, have anybody any in mind. I'm just oh, saying no. it's possible that that could have yeah. happened. Okay. Um, but what what we kept was a core of people who will just absolutely go to the map for one another, and you just yeah. see it time and time again. You don't find, you know, undersized wide receivers who will run out and run into a safety and try to knock them over if everything in them isn't all about the team. And that's who these guys are, and it's great to see. It, it is great. It's what makes this team so special, so unique. By the way, that unnamed guy is coming back to try to increase his stock. Um, He's not coming back here. We don't have any. We have no. Room. no There's we have no, no room at the end. It's look. It's ad. It's Christmas it's, season. Yeah, look, the inn is all full up. There's <laughs> nothing for you anymore. Um, hey, we're gonna come back right after this. Ask Dukes more about this team in comparison to maybe some other teams UGA has had in its history. But first, want to let you know the National Highway Traffic and Safety Administration wants to tell you it is the season in which some people celebrate and celebrate hard. We want you to celebrate. We want you to have a merry old time. We want you to be with people. However, we want you to do it responsibly. Please, if you drink, you will get pulled over. Drink and drive and get pulled over. If you smoke and drive, you will get pulled over. Please don't do it. It's foolish. It's stupid. Let me, it, it's, it's stupid. I don't Look, I'm not, I'm not going to miss my words. There's Uber. There's Lyft. There's your buddy uh, down the road. There's a, there's a mule somewhere in the town that you're in. I guarantee you. Just better, walk. Just sleep just, where you are. Just there's sleep. so many options. There's so many options. Do not drink and drive. You will get pulled over. You will go to jail. Uh, this is the season to which consider other people as you celebrate. So celebrate responsibly. Daniel, uh, this team is special for its connection, but also... We've had other teams that have had connections. Mm -hmm. um, I think, uh, again, one of my early on memories of, of becoming a Georgia fan was uh, when Rick just told the whole team, uh, score that touchdown against Florida, just run on down there, boys. Just, just, just take a dump in the end zone. You just <laughs> go <laughs> have fun. Yeah. You just go get that penalty. Throw every flag imaginable. Mm -hmm. So we've had this before. So, uh, Ben, as you've seen mm -hmm. other teams from UGA – uh, compare not just to last year, but other teams historically overall. Do you see some comparisons? you see some likeness uh, to players or to style or anything like that to other UGA teams? Well, it's it, it's hard to pinpoint because there's some things that have made this team um, so incredible, like the fact the, the way that the offense, you never know exactly what it's going to be week to week, right? Because they've been retooling as we've gone along every single week. Hey, you know what we need to work on this week? We need to work on gaps being running. This week we need to run on zone running. You know, it's it's been cool to see. One thing that I will compare, um, I don't know if you guys are aware, there is uh, a gentleman who plays for the University of Georgia now. Um, he's not very heralded. Uh, uh, Jalen Carter, I think, is his name. Oh. Um, Jalen but Carter. Jalen, yeah, Jalen yeah. Carter. Jalen yeah. Carter. Uh, yeah. mm -hmm. Heck of a ball player. So when I, when I was there, uh, we had a couple of guys that some people may have heard of, Marcus Stroud, Richard Seymour. Seymour. Um, Fine little ball players themselves. Decent guys. Decent yeah. guy. I heard. I heard they've made a name for themselves in the future. That's um, fine. Yeah. Once upon a time, uh, a reporter happened to ask, you know, start a conversation with Richard, saying, you know, you and, and Marcus Stroud, you guys are, you know, six six, three twenty, and he stopped her and he said, we are thirteen feet tall and six hundred pounds, and I dare anybody to run against us. And that's what Jalen is by himself. The man <laughs> plays. 
at 13 feet tall, 600 pounds. It's incredible. Just lifting um, quarterbacks over his head <laughs> just, just with one arm. Yeah, just, you know, just carrying them down the aisle Casual. at the supermarket and getting stuff Casual. off the top shelf. Yeah, you know, that's Casual. what. Uh, look, I don't I don't want to deal with it. Can you reach out there and get that bag of potato chips? I just, I got other things to do. I'm talking here. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, you know, I, I think back to, I look at other excellent ball players who do a lot of different things on the team. Like, I don't know, athletes like Heinz Ward, um, you know, Champ Bailey, guys like that. And that's huge. That is crazy for me to use those names um, for anybody on today's team, except for possibly Brock Powers. Um, Yeah. That's a guy. Pass catcher to ever play at the University of Georgia. Uh Well, Uh I mean, you said it. (laughs) So. I I did. I did say it. I yes, it. I think you did. You know, he's it's watching watching players like this and I hope people can appreciate what they're seeing while they're watching it. Mm-hmm. This is I think you've said it, the good old days. This, this we're living it. in it. Yep. And you're watching guys that compare very, very positively to some of the greats of all time and they're playing on the same team. On the same yep. You're absolutely That's, right. That's we're not That's only are we living in an era where Kirby Smart is is flirting with back-to-back national championships. We're living in an era where Kirby Smart, and I know it's 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 very unlikely to happen because of what is perceived to be a very strong quarterback class in this class, and I use and I emphasis on the word perceived to be, but. We're living in an era where Kirby Smart is flirting with back-to-back number one overall picks in the NFL draft while winning back-to-back national championships and setting a record for most defensive players taken in a draft, most defensive players taken in a first round, most total players taken in a draft. And then, oh, by the way, he comes back the next year, potentially has a number one overall pick in Jalen Carter, potentially has another national championship team, and... It, and he just it just keeps going. I don't understand though because I I was told on mm. good authority mm-hmm. um, by a gentleman out of Barstool Sports that there is no way that we could possibly could not no that we could not have another good year. In fact, when I happened to compare mm. the draft mm. record of the previous year mm-hmm. and what might be coming back the next year to another defense that mm-hmm. Kirby Smart might have had something to do with. Oh, hmm. I was told unrelated. Un, not no. even the same. Not no, even I don't worth want to mention. Apples and and tangerines. It's not even oranges. <laughs> it's something completely it's it's, it's not and even that. Look, Dukes, all one hundred and ninety nine other people listening to this will probably agree with you. <laughs> But that's not relevant to that conversation. He it's said, "He relevant. said you have a podcast for two hundred. That's what yes, that it's guy is." Most, an absolute it was clown. the most insecure tweet that's ever been tweeted. I think in the history of in of Twitter, and that's saying a lot. It that's is- saying a lot because we interact with a lot of insecure fan bases. By the way, Ohio State fan is triggered right now. Oh, I have never struggling. seen a fan base. It's struggling. It's a it's a whole struggle over trying there. Trying to convince us more. Yeah. Begging me to try to convince them that they won't score 40 on us. I've never you- seen a fan base <laughs> try to tell me more that we are so wrong that yeah. they said Anything close to their team is good. It's it's a first for me. It's big little brother energy over there, which you understand because it's, it is Michigan Junior, Ohio State, uh, Michigan's little brother, 
uh, famously the second best team in the Big Ten East, and you know you, we are going to have to contend with them. You said Big Ten we, East. We're going to have to contend said. with the second best team in the Big Ten East, reigning Big back to back Big Ten East runner up Ohio State. So we're going to have to we're going to have to go toe to toe with them. You 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 mentioned I, I think something that's really really often overlooked, um, just in college football, but especially for UGA, we may have. We do a Mount Rushmore every single offseason, and uh, this just in, we're adding more names to the Mount Rushmore list this coming offseason. There will be edits. These scrolls will be. You're going you're gonna to have to go back and, I mean, listen, is Jalen Carter going to replace one of the two names that Duke's just listed that just on listed. UGA defensive tackle Mount this Rushmore? Is, like, this is what we're saying. Duke's is out here spitting facts that it's tough. Typically, you can have a couple of teams. You can have a Richard Seymour. You can have a Stroud. You can have all these players. You can have a Thomas Davis. You can have these all-world players, and they come every you know three, four years, something like that. And when they're on one team like Stroud and Seymour, you think, oh, my gosh, this is something incredible. And then you look at this year's team, and you're like, oh, wait, wait a second. We're going to have three more first-round draft picks on defensive side of the ball right now. Well, if you count last all the first-round draft picks, not just this year's first-round draft picks, but if you look at this yes. defense and say who's going to be drafted in the first round on this defense, it's a lot more than three. It's just not not all of them are this draft year. eligible this right. year. Yeah, Right. It's something special, and it's something – this is the good old days, but it's something so much different than just the good old days where we win. It's the good old days – with cherries on top everywhere because these guys <clears throat> are something different. Enjoy it, dog fans. Uh, we're going to come back after this uh, and let Ben talk a little bit more about maybe some pontification of other players that he sees. But first, we'll let you know about Bet Online. Bet Online is your sports book experts. We love Bet Online. As a matter of fact, Daniel and I are going to come back tomorrow and we're going to do a whole bowl series countdown. Bowl Y'all. locks. Bowl locks. Ben, you betting on any bowl game? You got any? You got any? You got any bowl locks you want to drop for the people early? Look, here's the thing. Uh, I've been trying to keep up with you guys on all these locks, and I was, you know, I was trying to do parlays and everything to get Uh-oh. you guys out Uh-oh. to SoFi. Yeah, Ben ain't got no more money. <laughs> no, 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 no. The account looks nice. Okay, the account right. looks nice, Ooh. but, but I have realized that my ability to pick winners and losers. Mm. If it ain't Georgia and the points or Georgia given the points, it's not. Well, it's it's funny you should say that because come on back because I'm telling this right now. I got three out of four accounts already emptied on that exact point spread that you already said. Lay the points. Lay them all. But go to Bet Online, the official sports book experts of Locked On Bulldogs and Locked On Podcasts. They have all these parlays, all these bets we're about to give out, all the spreads. They are safe. They're reliable. They're great. They're the official sports book. Don't got an Uncle Sal down at the corner. He's going to break your legs. Go to Bet Online, your sports book experts. All right, Dukes, uh, you played a couple of guys. You already listed a couple of them. Um, but just mm-hmm. kind of in general, any of these players, can you think of anybody else at Georgia? They are like but unlike in so many ways. You don't make a Jalen Carter replica because you, you're right. He is two all-world defensive tackles for Georgia built into one person because he has athleticism and raw power that I've never right. seen before in my entire life. They don't make men like him. Um, can you think of anybody else that these players are like on this UGA team to other UGA greats? Yeah, I can remember one. Uh, honestly, uh, JDJ, he gets where he's going in a hurry. Oh, I'm listening. And and with bad attitude. And he reminds me of a gentleman who about knocked my head off once upon a time on kickoff 
Um, he goes by the name of Kendrell Bell. Mm. And mm. say more. <laughs> mm. And I'm sorry. I just, I just went back. I'm just, I'm 17 years old again. So just say more. <laughs> I'm just so Kendrell. I mean, this guy could he he flew around and he knew more football than I thought was capable to be in a head of a gentleman who's you know 21 years old, 22 years mm-hmm. old at the time. But JDJ just. The, the way he gets to where he's going, and there is absolutely no doubt about what he's doing when he gets there. He's going to take you out. That's all yep. there is to it. And yep. Kendrell was exactly – so much, you guys, you don't understand. When we had our senior dinner, this guy gets up and gets the mic, and we all get to say a word or two to the team, you know, and he gets up and he says, now, a lot of you guys may not know this, but I'm actually a pretty nice guy. And the room just erupted in laughter. Because you couldn't believe it. If you saw him in practice, if you saw him in a game, he was just getting where he was going in a hurry and, and with a bad attitude. And that that's what JDJ reminds me of, man. Like that guy. And he's so young yeah. in his career. Yes. I'm looking forward to watching him, you know, develop over the next couple of years. Uh, JDJ is one of our favorites. We think that man has the potential to rise up. Now we're coming off back-to-back incredible linebackers. I mean, again, just just think about this one more time, put it in frame of reference. We went from Roquan Smith, the best middle linebacker to ever come out of UGA. Uh, Then you got N'Kobe, who right now is, again, tackling Derrick Henry (laughs) one-armed. One-armed tackling Derrick Henry as he has an offensive lineman on the other half of his body. It's insane what he's doing in the league. Mm -hmm. Now you're talking JDJ, uh, and – Yes, he has bad attitudes, bad intentions all the way through. He loves to he loves to hit, and he's got that leadership in him. He, he's got that dog in him. Uh, he is a well known. Before uh, the season, Clint Dukes, I'll remind you, we were the the narrative around Georgia football was we lost these three great inside backers. You know, Channing Tindall, just a human missile. You saw it in the national championship game. Like he just, he literally gets loaded into a cannon and fired at the opposing quarterback. Um, Obviously, you had the two, you had first round talent, and then you had N'Kobe Dean, who should have been first round talent. You lose these all world inside linebackers. But you, the narrative was, Who's going to call the defense? Who's going to captain the defense? Who's going to get players lined up? Who's going to be the guy in the middle of that defense? Who's going to be making sure that the checks are made? Who's going to be making sure people are lined up in the correct position? Is it going to have to be Christopher Smith on the back end coming up? I think JDJ is one of the unsung heroes of this uh, of this defensive unit. He has not gotten some of the acclaim that... You know, obviously the big names, Jalen, Keeley, Christopher Smith, the veteran, Malachi Starks just kind of bursts onto the scene. Mm. Obviously, 13's been huge for us. Lassiter's played really great. But I really think that JDJ is – he is he might be the MVP of this defense in terms of just valuable. And honestly, what I see in him is great when you when you hear the way he was talking a few weeks ago where he said, you know, I've, I've – I've messed up a little bit. I have some things I need to correct. Mm-hmm. I've got to step this up. I've got to step that up. And that awareness and that the thick skin and the toughness and the desire to get better, mm-hmm. that that also, and we were talking earlier about what makes this team different, that also is part of what makes this team different. It is ingrained in these guys that everything is a rep. 
every game, every play on in the game is a rep. Yep. Every practice is a rep. Yep. When I put on my suit to get on the bus, it's a rep. It's insane the way these guys approach football and 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 games and every piece of it. And that to me speaks just as much volume as what he does during a game. You know, he tells you, "I'm, I got to get better." And that's like, wow. That's yeah, incredible. yeah, it it's incredible. And the year of, I mean, we're watching Texas A and M just unravel before our eyes. Hemorrhage play, just hemorrhage. I, I, I mean, I I think they signed twenty seven players last year, and I think twenty nine of those twenty seven have mm-hmm. already gotten into the portal. I'm the fairly certain. I don't know how the math the works, but I think. But you're yeah. talking about you're you're witnessing something that Kirby and UGA has done in which. They're excited to be uh, early and early coming in. Five star cornerback cor- uh, coming in has already said, "I can't wait to be chewed out by Kirby. I can't wait to get it handed to me by the master class coach." You he doesn't know. He, he doesn't. doesn't he doesn't know. know. He, he doesn't let, know. Let him. Thinks, let him believe. Okay. He thinks he's excited. He thinks uh-huh. he's excited. You remember, um. Tennessee week, wasn't it Tennessee week? That video, yeah. that practice video leaked yes. where you could just hear the audio of Kirby on the practice field. And Tennessee fans tried to jump on the Georgia Twitter and be like, oh, Kirby's scared. Oh, Georgia's, Georgia's screwed. Georgia doesn't know what. Georgia's, Georgia can't even get it right in practice. How are they going to get it right in the game? And it just, people don't realize the culture at Georgia is different. They don't realize, like Ohio State fans, like I don't care what you did against Michigan or didn't do against Michigan or how good of a team Penn State is and you did something or Iowa's good and you scored points against Iowa or something. Like I don't care about any of that. Georgia has played. Georgia doesn't. Georgia doesn't stoop to the level of their competition. They don't rise to the level of their competition. Georgia gets their competition done in practice during the week and it all comes from the culture that Kirby sets and so you get to the games and Georgia's just locked in and ready to go mm-hmm. every time no matter what dude you mentioned Ohio State and there I've watched I watched a few games yeah, and give us some thoughts I, on give us I, some well, thoughts taking us out <clears throat> I, they're definitely a very talented football team you see it you know in every game they play 100 you know? um I I I did have a little smirk on my face when I was watching them play Iowa and I was told about how great their defense was because of how they were stopping Iowa. And I just thought, you know, a, a, a stiff wind could stop Iowa. <laughs> like, honestly, that's being um, generous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, but, they, but they made good plays, but what my take on Ohio state is good football team. They are the eighth grade bully that is about mm. to step on the field mm. with the seniors in high school. Just a grown man. Like that's pretty man. much what's like, they are beating up everybody in junior high Here we and they go. show up on the first day of school, Here we go. you know, and the freshman bully Uh-oh. Michigan smacks yeah. them around a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. And the best team in the big 10 East. Right. Back to back seasons. Yeah. Smacks them around a little bit. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's not quite there. And then by some, fortuitous grace of God, they're allowed mm-hmm. to, you know, stay in school. They're the afterthought in the four, the four, four people are allowed to stay in school. They only had three. And so they just <laughs> took this fourth one in anyway. Uh, there's like a, I guess we need another one. They're here to right. fill an extra in a, in a movie, if you will. You're just right. Like, that, that's what they are in this movie. And now they're going to go walking through the parking lot to where all the cool seniors are hanging out. Mm-hmm. 
and they're going to try to mix it up. Yeah. And that's what I, that's my read on, on the team. I think they're very, very good. I think that, uh, they're about to get shown what happens to very, very good football teams when they play elite football teams. There, That's there. what I think is about to happen. Because, if I may, so. you're either elite or you're not. I uh, heard so that that's once. What, that's what we're going to – just out of curiosity, Dukes, before mm. we let you go, okay. um, as you draw on that real-world experience, which one were you in that analogy? Were you the eighth, <laughs> you the eighth grader or were you the se- – like in this, when this played out in your actual life? <laughs> There was there was, was actual feelings behind that analogy. He almost named a name as yes, he, he was did. telling that story. Like, was when Gary like, comes at you, Stuart I mean, Stewart coming over here looking like he thinks he's gonna. I, I was I I was never a bully that I can recall, and that okay. will be. Uh, but uh, I definitely I definitely got smacked around a few times. Uh, but you know, well, you you sir took uh, scout hunting. team MVP though. Yeah. Can't take that away from you, no. dude. I mean, like honestly, I mean, you know, there are other walk-ons who win bigger and more important MVPs every single time they play a championship. Did you go to New York? Did you get invited to New York as a walk-on? I did. I, I didn't. It's a no. shame. That dude, this guy. <laughs> I know we're we're winding down here, but I just got another thought, which is the shade that he catches for mm. no particular reason mm. and i'm thinking and I, I tweeted this the other day and i thought about it and i was like he's played at the university of georgia against the 2017 defense because he was a scout team going against yep. the number ones then right yep. he played against uh the 2020 georgia defense 2021 mm-hmm. georgia defense has any other quarterback played against that level of nfl talent and have that many reps and you want to know another thing that makes this team different that cat right there, all year long, Kirby was like, right, we ain't got to worry about him. Let me yeah. work on these other pieces. And when we need him, when we get the big games, we'll just yeah. let him go out there and have fun. Again, you know? just thinking, Georgia fan, I, we haven't had a quarterback controversy because all of you have stopped talking. Thank you for, for <laughs> just admitting, like, thank you, Lord, that you – but we haven't had a problem at quarterback – in years no problem Ain't none no problem. um this is fantastic hey dukes tell the people where they can interact with you what are you doing this time of life what what's happening in your life what do you want to tell the people about yourself uh i am uh, writing and producing and acting in tv i actually have uh in film i actually have a little uh, project that went to the uh, austin film festival this year it was a pilot for a tv show that i am actively developing okay it beautiful. might or might not be called walk-ons and it might or might not be about college football so if that's yeah. something you're into um hopefully we'll bring that to your television here in the next couple of years but uh we'll see what happens there uh if you want to interact with me i'm at ben dukes i'm at ben dukes on twitter i'm at ben dukes on uh instagram so please come out say hello and follow me because i am so thirsty for attention oh gosh he needs it he needs it if you're an ohio state fan um go go just check in with him um, see what the seniors are up to and um maybe one day you'll grow up and and you'll be the big kid on the block but uh, you'll have to get a coach that's going to ascend the program and not just plateau you at 11 wins oh, and no. never contending for a championship. Oh. So it'll be oh, people maybe catching day. strays out here, we'll just <laughs> yeah, ending the just... podcast and Daniel's just, <laughs> we just, we're out here just firing them off at the end at the 31 minute mark. It's the loyal third segment listeners. And we just, 
We out here. We don't care anymore. Uh, yeah. Hey, this has been Duke's a part of the Lockdown hey. Bulldogs podcast. Glad you've been here, brother. Appreciate it. It's a we'll dream come true. Appreciate oh, it, man. It's on. it's the first of many appearances. We'll get you back on soon. And if uh, you guys been like- out there are not subscribed on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts and on YouTube, do yes, it man. right now. Listen. I walk my dog with these guys every single day, and they yes. didn't even know about it. So now you do. Got a great, um, got a great relationship with that dog. We've been, we've been through a lot of, went to a lot of places with him. Great. All right, we'll, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Clint and I will be back. We got bowl locks. We got lots more to talk about. Um, and then big week next week as we are, we're getting, we're getting inside of it here. We're getting a couple little. weeks away from mm-hmm. the game in Atlanta. So uh, subscribe, stay tuned to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. We'll see you all later. See ya.